the following podcast has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. This is Cassie. And this is Jesse. And you are listening to Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome everyone to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former dirt sheet writer from Ringside News, from the Sportster, from the richest, and Sports Kita. I am Lee Walker. And ladies and gentlemen, what a bit of news we have in professional wrestling this week. Starting with the WWE Superstar Spectacle which is being held September 8th in Hyderabad, India. It is going to be just treated as a live event. It is not going to be on any streaming service that we are aware of, including the WWE Network. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the WWE Network is actually still a thing in other countries. Nor will it be on Peacock. As of right now, it's being treated as a live in-person event without a televised distribution. Uh, So far advertised for the roster include the following names. Seth Rollins, Rhea Ripley, John Cena, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, your WWE Tag Team Champions, the WWE Intercontinental Champion, Gunther, Jinder Mahal, Veer, Senga, Drew McIntyre, Becky Lynch, Natalia, Matt Riddle, Ludwig Kaiser, and Odyssey Jones have all so far been advertised for this event. Now, you're going to see some awesome matches be part of this and usually at events like this there might even be a title change but uh i guess we'll find out september 8th but we won't even be able to watch so that kind of sucks but uh let's have some positive news and this positive news is in regards to good old jr jim ross AEW commentator former WWE commentator, former WCW commentator, WWE Hall of Famer, has shared a positive update regarding his health struggles. Ross took to Twitter to convey that his recent MRI results came back negative, indicating that he does not have cancer in his tibia. If you guys remember, Ross underwent several months of radiation treatment on the affected area, still committed to AEW and his duties. Now, Ross has had some health scares as of late, uh, including a fall that led him to take a temporary hiatus from his duties with AEW. However, Ross plans to travel with AEW for the highly anticipated all-in pay-per-view in London. It's going to be awesome, and I'm sure, like anyone else, fans cannot wait to have Jim Ross back on commentary. 
with AEW. You know, speaking of AEW, Tony Khan did a little media call and talked about some things. And one of them happens to be uh, changes to the all-in card. Did not specifically say that it would be tag team titles or this or that. You know, there is a mystery opponent. And Paul White is traveling to London. And a lot of fans are anticipating, because he also kind of joked about it, for Captain Insano to make an appearance. If you don't know Captain Insano, you need to go watch Adam Sandler in The Waterboy right now. I literally mean it right now. You can stop listening to the show and go watch Waterboy. I'm giving you an out. JK, please wait till after the show. Which, by the way, uh, this AEW All-In show has sold a buttload of tickets. Currently for All In, AEW has sold 80,846 tickets for the All In pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium on August 27th. That eclipses the old record held by WWE WrestleMania 32 at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, which was 80,709 tickets. While there are some discrepancies with the numbers who attended WrestleMania 32, as WWE reported, it was 101,763, but the actual tickets sold were not as much as the AEW event. This is a big moment for AEW. The company started in 2019. Since then, the company has expanded to multiple national wrestling shows each week on TNT, TBS, and elsewhere with streaming services and whatnot. Uh, the company has completed multiple media deals to show its programming on various continents. Uh, this has led to the debate on whether the company is the second biggest pro wrestling promotion behind WWE. To which case I would say yes it is. Uh, I would put New Japan Pro Wrestling third. Impact Wrestling maybe fourth. I mean, but then again, there's also, you know, there, there's a bunch of places that you could consider depending on how this goes. But they are the second biggest wrestling promotion. Now on the media call, I brought up that Tony Khan said there would be changes to the card. In one of those matches where there's going to be a change is the fact that Ray Phoenix is no longer planned for his match at AEW All-In. Phoenix was actually dealing with travel and visa-related issues, uh, which has been the reason why we've seen an absence of Ray Phoenix. And as of right now, it's also unclear if Phoenix is going to be replaced in the stadium stampede match. Now, this is what Tony Khan had to say on the media call. Now, I'm going to be honest with you about more stuff, Tony Khan said. I expect more changes. They were not changes I wanted to make or plan to make, Khan said. I'm not talking about the world championship match 
or the World Tag Team title match, which we'll talk about in a second. There will probably be some other changes to the card by things happening in the world. In some cases, stuff that's nobody's fault, but stuff that is not related to the world of professional wrestling. I'm going to try to make it work through this week and make it as strong as possible. Actually making the card hopefully better than it has been. But yeah, there will be changes to the card. I plan to add something. And I might have to make some changes in the body of the card as it stands right now. But they're not... I'm very glad that the big matches are in such good position right now. I think you're going to have to stay tuned. There's a reason why they say cards subject to change, ladies and gentlemen. And as you see why, this is some of it. But as I said, I wanted to talk about how Tony Khan brought up how the World Heavyweight title won't change, how the Tag Team Championship match won't change, or anything like that. I'm sure as you all have heard, Cash Wheeler has been arrested. You can listen to episode 145 to hear me talk and rant about that. It's known as uh, Cash Wheeler and Sonny have not-so-sunny days in court. Make sure you go listen to that on Apple Podcasts, Perch on the Top Rope. Now, I'm going to break down the AEW All-In card. And Friday's episode, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be able to hear my predictions for the card. So I'm just going to give you a preview. We have the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships for the All-In Buy-In. The Aussie Open, who are your champions, will take on MJF and Adam Cole. Your real world championship match. Now, it's CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. And fans, I want you to know when it's the real world championship, this is an MTV real world. CM Punk has dubbed himself the real champion of AEW because he's technically never lost it when, uh, you know, that whole thing happened with injury and uh, the elite, if you know what I mean. Bada bing, bada boom, someone got bit and uh, so on and so forth. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when CM Punk takes on uh, the guy from Twisted Metal. You have a coffin match with Sting and Darby Allen, which... On the media call, Tony Khan said Sting can retire when he wants to retire and that Sting is having his greatest run of his career in AEW. Oh, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. I would say Sting's having a pretty good run in AEW. There's no denying that. He's doing things you know we've never seen him actually do in the world of professional wrestling. I mean, I would not consider it his best run, though, but uh, that's at your discretion. The next match is the very one match that uh, Tony Khan was actually talking about, where we were going to see a change because Ray Phoenix can't be part of it. Ladies and gentlemen, John Moxley, Claudio Castagnoli, Wheeler Yuta, and three others to be announced will take on Eddie Kingston, Pentagon, Orange Cassidy, and the best friends in the Stadium Stampede match. Ladies and gentlemen, we also have Chris Jericho taking on Will Ospreay. Next up, we have 
Kenny Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi taking on Jay White, Juice Robinson, and... Kanosuke Takashida. Thank you, Google. If you know me, ladies and gentlemen, I literally cannot pronounce New Japan wrestlers' names. I, I struggle with it for whatever reason. And that's one I was going to struggle with. We have the Women's World Championship match being defended in a four-way giggity. That's what she said. Akira Shida taking on Soraya, taking on Tony Storm, taking on Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Ladies and gentlemen, that will leave us with our last two matches. The AEW World Tag Team Championship, FTR, your champions, taking on the Young Bucks, and the AEW World Championship, MJF, taking on Adam Cole. Now, Friday, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be able to hear me give out my predictions for that, and that will be on the 25th, as the pay-per-view is on Sunday, the 27th. So make sure you listen to episode 146. It drops on Friday. Apple Podcast, Perch on the Top Rope. Now let's have some fun. Alright. NXT Heat Wave happened and Dwayne The Rock Johnson's daughter, Ava, was kidnapped on live TV. That's right. You heard me right. The Creed Brothers, who lost their Loser Leaves NXT match, against Schism was sent away. Well, Ava had a match against Ivy Nile, and she had some messages for Nile. And she had her uh, guys in the mask behind her and everything. And the Creed Brothers were the ones who were actually behind her. So the Creed Brothers and Ivy then, you know, they, they they locked Ava away and said that if Schism wants to see her again, they want a cage match next week. And if the Creed Brothers win the match, then they are back in NXT. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. 
Dot com and check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. So uh, I'm going to play this little bit for you, so you can see how this went down. Well, hear how it went down anyway. With each passing second, Ivy proves exactly what I was saying. She's weak, she's a failure, and most of all, she's way too scared to stand on her own two feet. Don't fall for her facade, because behind that strong physique... Oh, look who it is. Speak of the devil? Get her, boys. Boys, get her. Boys, what the hell are you doing? Get her! Hey, schism. Hey, schism. Do we have your attention now? If you want to see Ava again, the next week we get a match against the Dyad, and when we win, we're reinstated in NXT. And this time, so no schism followers interfere? It's going to be a steel cage match. Don't keep us waiting. So yeah, The Rock's daughter is kidnapped. Me personally, I would actually love for The Rock to come back. But I don't see that happening. The man's 50 years old, to be honest with you. Though he's bigger than ever at 50 years old. And speaking of the Anawahi family, they'd all just gotten together recently. And Trinity with Jimmy and a man who apparently fooled everyone that it was Rikishi had a photo together and Trinity had posted it uh, on her Instagram story. And, and let's be honest, the photo does look a lot like Rikishi, but I recognized that man right away. It was the Tonga Kid. Uh, Tonga Kid and Rikishi are actually twin brothers. Uh, Rikishi, obviously the bigger of the two. The photo, though, you can't really tell because it, it looks identical to Rikishi. And the Tonga kid has uh, apparently put some weight on since the last time I had seen him. The last time I had seen him was 2018. I uh, had him with Scott Wilder Promotions at the big event, which was a lot of fun. But I'm going to switch back to uh, NXT Heat Wave as history was made. So, history was made because before the bell rang at NXT Heat Wave uh, for this NXT championship, it was Carmelo Hayes defending his title against Wes Lee as Lee earned a title shot against Dijak on August 15th of NXT. So before the bell rang at NXT Heat Wave, the title match already made history as it marked the first time two black men competed in the main event for the NXT championship. It's also important to note that the match had a black ring announcer, black referee, and commentator. So way to go WWE NXT for that. And ladies and gentlemen, the last thing I'm going to talk about tonight is ratings. Do ratings matter? Back then, yes. Today, not so much. I mean, obviously, you need a TV deal and things like that. So you got to have some pretty good numbers. But, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to look 
at AEW, WWE, and Impact from June 17th, because June 17th, 2023, is when AEW Collision on TNT started. And that show debuted at 816,000 viewers. The following week, it dropped to 595,000. The July 1st episode saw 452,000. July 8th, 580,000. July 15th only dropped 1,000 to 579,000. July 22nd, 618,000. July 29th saw a resurgence of 739,000. And... After that, it dropped hard on August 5th to 417,000. But since then, it's been building back up as August 12th was 476,000, while August 19th, its latest episode, was 482,000. Since I'm talking AEW, I'm going to stay right with it and go backwards and start with AEW Rampage. And I will go back doing the same thing. June 16th, 423,000. So these numbers really aren't the best. 23rd, 391,000. The 30th, 450,000. July 7th. 386,000. July 14th, 310,000. July 21st, a resurgence of over 100,000 viewers. 415,000 people tuned in. On July 28th, it dropped 324,000. On August 4th, 434,000 viewers. August 11th saw 398,000. And the August 18th edition, 416,000 viewers. So AEW Collision is doing right around or a little more than what AEW Rampage is doing. So let's go to AEW Dynamite and see how those numbers are doing. And after I'm going to talk a little bit about why I think the numbers are the way that they are. Now when it comes to AEW Dynamite, I'm going to start off by saying they haven't hit a million viewers since February 22nd, 2023. But I'm only looking at about where Collision started. June 14th, the Wednesday night episode of AEW Dynamite, 832,000. June 21st, 902,000. June 28th, 809,000. July 5th, 855,000. July 12th, 825,000. July 19th, the only one that comes remotely close to a million. July 19th, 2023, 953,000. July 26th, 898,000. July 2nd, 894,000. July 9th, 846,000 and August 16th, 874,000 viewers. Now, those numbers are stronger than AEW Dynamite, or wow, yeah, AEW Dynamite. It is AEW Dynamite. Those numbers are stronger than Rampage and AEW Collision, 
to separate this between AEW and WWE, I'm going to uh, talk about Impact Wrestling and how their numbers are. Now, their TV deal, I will admit, is not the best. Uh, June 15th, 104,000. June 22nd, 110,000. June 29th, 149,000. July 6th, 121,000. July 13th, 102,000. July 20th, 111,000. July 27th, 153,000. August 3rd, 98,000. And August 10th, 128,000 viewers. Now, I'm sure a lot of you guys are like, well, why is it so bad for AEW? Their TV deal, it's hard to find the channel. Unfortunately, what sucks, where AEW and WWE are in prominent channels and easily visible. I'm going to start with NXT first when it comes to ratings. And again, sticking with around the June time, June 13th, 581,000, June 20th, 773,000, June 27th, 622,000, July 4th, 508,000, July 11th, 671,000, July 18th, 776,000, July 25th, 703,000, August 1st, 717,000, August 8th, 776,000, and August 15th, 680,000 viewers tuned into NXT. Now I'm going to take a break right here before I talk SmackDown and Raw. And when it comes to Collision and Rampage, I feel those numbers when it comes to ratings aren't as good. Because one, Rampage is on Friday at 10 o'clock right after SmackDown. You know, very smart not to compete, but... Uh, bad timing for that hour. You know, if you're here on the East Coast, that's prime drinking time and going out. And I can understand people not catching that. Saturday, 8.05. I mean, you should have learned from WCW. Uh, that doesn't go over well. I'm a fan of the Collision product, but when your ratings are doing worse than... NXT, which is basically just a call-up system that WWE uses, that's not good. But then again, NXT is also on uh, Tuesdays. So, you know, really all these shows aren't competing against other shows unless, you know, there's a PLE on Saturday and this and that, which now, you know, you see all in on a Sunday. Now for Raw and SmackDown, I'm just going to, I'm not going to read the full number. June 16th for SmackDown, 2.4 million. June 23rd, 2.3 million. June 30th, 2.5 million. July 7th, 2.5 million. July 14th, 2.3 million. Took a huge dip here, but this is also because it aired on FS1. July 21st, 1.2 million. July 28th, 2.3 million. August 4th, 2.2 million. August 11th. 2 million, August 18th, 2 million. WWE Raw, ladies and gentlemen, June 19th, 1.8 million, June 26th, 1.9 million, 
July 3rd, 1.8 million. July 10th, 1.8 million. July 17th, 1.8 million. July 24th, 1.8 million. July 31st, 1.7 million. August 7th, 1.8 million. August 14th, 1.7 million. And August 21st, 1.5 million viewers. So ladies and gentlemen, it's obvious which show is the most popular. It's Smackdown, Friday nights, 8 p.m. Obviously, it's the most watched show. And it's like that because it's the best show. Now, I'm not doing this because I'm saying one show is better than the other. You want my honest opinion, ladies and gentlemen? You want to watch what I think is the best wrestling? You need to find access Thursday nights and watch Impact Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Rope. Make sure you go and listen to all our other episodes on Apple Podcast. It's Perched on the Top Rope. You can go to YouTube and check us out there at Perched on the Top Rope or YouTube.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. You can find us on TikTok at Perched on the Top Rope where we have great Selena scenes and what those are are the greatest moments in professional wrestling history with a twist using Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On because that makes everything better. And if that doesn't tickle your fancy, ladies and gentlemen, you can watch the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. That's right, I said the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. It's TikTok, perched on the top rope. You can also find us on Twitch where we play AEW Fight Forever and WWE 2K23. Twitch.tv slash perched on the top rope. That's usually on Sundays. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope. We are on Instagram and threads at perched on the top rope podcast. And you can find us on Twitter, X, whatever the hell it is, at perched top rope. Because perched on the top rope was too long. Gonna have to talk to Elon Musk about that one. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Rope. You can find the next episode coming out Friday. And remember... Spoiler freeze, the way to be. I'm out.